it's not bad out there though. Not bad at all. You know you know what time it is, don't you, Bill? Okay, thank you, Bill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, I'm I'm busy. I I have more things to do than just prattle with you. <laughs> Come on. I love to prattle though. It, it's it's fun to prattle. I don't know I don't what know, time is it. I don't know what that word means, but I love to do it. <laughs> it's time for t- TV trivia. Oh. This, this is your favorite part because you get to hear the song and oh, if, this is to guess the song, right? Oh, right. okay, guess the. I song. mean, the last time I was I was doing this with you, we did uh, the uh, George Pappard thing. What was it called again? Uh, um, a team, the A team. Yes, you were excited about this. This yes. one, this one you might not be too excited about, but we're probably gonna, we're gonna play it. We're gonna play it, and if they guess it, they can call seven nine eight twenty two twenty two. Oh, John Revolta. There you go. The Sweat Hogs. That's, uh, what, John Sebastian, I think, isn't it? Uh, yeah, John Sebastian yeah. and Mike Post Music. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Welcome back. Now, can you do Arnold Horshack's laugh or what? No. Something like that, anyway. I can't even do Vinnie Barbarino, man. Yeah, Vinnie. Hey, Vinnie. Okay, well, we're gonna get our we're gonna get our uh, our answer on what that song was. It was it was quite it's quite a mystery, isn't it? I know. I'm sure nobody will guess it. Anyway, we'll be back with the winner after this. Yes, and we got an answer for this one. It was very simple, very simple. Of course, welcome back, Cotter. With Gabe Kaplan and John Travolta and a couple of the sweat hogs there. Arnold Horshack, something like that. Anyway, Bob McPherson guessed it, and he picked up some Cinema 12 tickets. Good chance coming up to do this once again uh, tomorrow, same time, with Mark Frost, of course. Uh, coming up next, the sports. Good morning. Good morning. And we're talking talking with uh, Dr. Do you like to use your first name or not? Um, Dr. Carl Crump is fine. Okay. That's great. So we'll, we'll talk to Dr. Carl Crump. Okay. <laughs> You're a DVM, which mm-hmm. is which stands for Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. Okay, I don't know all that stuff, you know, technical <laughs> <Okay>. stuff. <laughs> I only went to third grade, so I don't know all that stuff. <laughs> uh, now I called you because you know my son um, has a uh, a ribbon snake, uh-huh. and uh, this ribbon snake was attacked by uh, a very vicious our very vicious cat that we have, Lucy, <laughs> and uh, scarred quite quite badly. And you guys took care of it, and it's eating again. It's 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 healthy. You know, it's still. It's still going. Now, I, I always thought that once reptiles um, were hurt like that, they just automatically let themselves die. Well, um, I guess out in the wild they would um, mm-hmm. if they were injured badly enough like your ribbon snake had been. Right. Um, um, a lot of these pets, or a lot of these animals that have become pets now have, um, have, the, have a better chance of fighting through things like that um, if they're taken to someone who can treat them accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, we've been seeing snakes and ferrets and, and the like, and there are ways to go about treating them for specific infections or 
um, specific injuries. So we have the ability to do that. Um, as far as I know, you're around the only one in Muskegon, well, in the West Michigan area, really, that can uh, can take care of uh, reptiles? Or well, not, not exactly. I, I I won't claim that I'm a, an expert in exotic animal medicine at all. Okay. Um, I, I have an interest in it, and so does my wife, Dr. Dr. Jeannie Corbett. Um, and you through, guys have the, the same name, too, huh? Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, different last name, but uh, we work together. <laughs> okay. um, we're, we're not specialists, and other veterinarians in West Michigan do, do see animals like this. Um, we just show an interest in them, and, and by going to conferences and reading and boning up on information about them, um, we're able to um, give people who have these animals um, some some pretty decent care, I think. Okay. Now, so, so you didn't like go study in Africa somewhere? No, you know, no, not some, at all. Um, in, fact, in fact, in veterinary school, we had a limited exposure to uh, information regarding animals like this. Okay. Um, and a lot of what we um, have learned since that time has been through through our own efforts and also through through kind of experience by seeing these animals. Okay. And the more more animals we see, the more we experience, the more things we learn about them, the more comfortable we feel feel with them. Um, we also use sources such as the John Ball Zoo um, okay. and, and the herpetologist societies, um, as well as any any other people who breed animals like this. We're more than happy to listen to what they can tell us because yeah. we 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 continue to learn all the time about these animals. You know, I was talking to uh, uh, Elizabeth Tillman over at uh, the Hoffmeister Park, mm -hmm. and I, well, they usually have a lot of reptiles in there during yeah. a certain time. And I guess a lot of people bring in the reptiles to them too, where they find them that are hurt or something like that, and mm -hmm. they, they take care of them. Do you, have you ever talked to them at all about? No, I have not. In fact, you you were the first person to tell me that there was somebody interested over there. Um, in terms of the reptiles, and mm -hmm. I, I'm really interested in getting in touch with her to find out uh, yeah, because, her experiences. Yeah, because she was telling me all kinds of things about the snake, you know, about how I should, how I should put a heat lamp on the snake. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, she's going to be in here today, too, that we'll be talking to her. But um, it's too bad we couldn't got, got you two together. Yeah, it would be interesting to talk to her. Yeah. I, I would really like to get together with her anyhow. Okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll pass your number on. That'd be great. Okay, her agent will call your agent. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Set you right up. That sounds great. <laughs> but anyway, she was telling me all kinds of things about the, you know the different uh, the snakes and what they do and this and that. I mean, she was real concerned about my son's snake, which was kind of cool, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, another thing, my my kids were telling me is that you have all these other animals, uh, snakes over there too, that eat rats and stuff like that. The uh, pythons and yep, yep. The bigger snakes do come in. Mm -hmm. We we have a fair share of people who are interested in in having pets like that. So we have seen. A fair number of of reptiles and other species um, um, that people are are seem to be getting more and more frequently nowadays. Now, do you do you agree with that though, or do you feel that these these pets should be in the home? Or well, I I think there's a, such an interest in learning about them, and except for going to the zoo and maybe getting um, minimal information there, I don't think you really learn about these right. pets. Um, and I think there is an interest out there uh, for people in terms of just knowing about these animals. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of people, be, besides the oh, besides the uh, uniqueness of the pet of having something like that, um, actually, really, the majority of people who 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 find a pet like this really want to know about the pet. And I think that's one way 
to to actually you know find information about the pet is to actually own one yeah. you know to find to learn how to care for one and what problems might arise yeah because you know i don't want to i want to come off as cruel or anything but I, I would think that that the ribbon snake when it got scratched like that but the cat i figured well you know we'll try to do what we can with it but there's not going to be a place around that's going to be able to take care of this mm-hmm. the snake it's probably going to die you know mm-hmm. and but s- some of the pets though it's just amazing because i went over to fishing friends and now my kids want this this ferret. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Now, now my kids want the ferret. I guess the ferret has just become legal again in, in Michigan. That's Michigan correct. Area. Mm-hmm. And uh, over at Fish and Friends, I guess they had like 18 of them or something, and I guess they sold like in that same day. Yeah. And they're ordering like about 30 more. They're a they're very high-demand animal yeah. right now, yes. Why, why is the ferret such a popular uh, animal? Oh, uh, um, I think the ferret is... I think because a ferret is um, actually a, a pretty friendly pet, um, but also extremely curious. Um, yeah, well, don't they have like claws though and stuff? I mean, yeah, they, they sure do, and they have a relatively good set of teeth on them. Yeah. Um, but they actually are quite friendly. The far majority of, <laughs> of ferrets that we see yeah. that are pets are actually extremely friendly and very attached yeah, to their owners. With, with my luck, I get the ferret from hell. You know, they like to attack <laughs> everybody. So. Well, you know, I think that happens with any pet you get. I mean, you could you could theoretically find a cat or a dog that could have yeah. aggressive tendencies as well. That's and the I reason think, why the ferret would be the same way, because that's when yeah. my, my dog and cat are. So, yeah, e- exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, but they have become a very, very popular animal. Um, prior to the laws changing we rarely saw them and uh, there were people out there that did have them um, albeit not quite legal right. but uh, or legally but um, now that now that it has been legalized we have been seeing a lot of ferrets here so did you know how to treat these these animals mm-hmm. okay now the I guess you know once you, once you treat one you they pretty much have the same organisms but I mean what the snakes are a little, reptiles a little bit different you know than um, birds yeah I'll tell you the the differences between them when we see them for sicknesses that there are different things we look for um, from species to species uh, for example your snake um, uh, the the problems that that snake was having were obvious, but they can be a little more difficult in terms of trying to determine problems or diagnose problems in them. Just because, well, besides the fact that they're a different kind of species and we they aren't the most common species we see, right. um, we have to kind of through physical examination we have to kind of make a tentative diagnosis and not one that we can confirm completely unless we see them respond to treatment. So yeah, you, like you, sometimes you might have like a neurotic snake come in? Well, or yeah. <laughs> or, for example, well, to give you an example, we do see our fair share of reptiles that have respiratory infections. And a lot of times really? that won't, yeah, a lot of times that won't be picked up right away on a physical exam. Wait, somebody start smoking or something? Well, or yeah. Um, I, I would say that some owners are a little more aware of their pets and they pick up on things more so and 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 i'll tell you a lot of our information really comes from the owner from listening to the owner right um although a physical exam can pick up on things i think just as important is to listen to the owner's observations because they are with the pet all the time Mm -hmm. they know the pet's behaviors um and each pet is so different and i seeing the pet for 20 minutes to a half hour, I can't always determine at the time of a physical exam 
the specific problems associated with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try with a history as well as a physical exam to get a tentative diagnosis as to what the problem might be so we can treat it accordingly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this ribbon snake, how, how big am I, is this thing going to get? Because I know right now it's too big for its 10-gallon aquarium. Now I guess we're looking at like a 30-gallon aquarium. Yeah, you're going to need one probably at least three or four times the size that you have now. Oh, um, good. In terms of sizes of ribbon snakes, I couldn't honestly tell you specifics on on the total size on him. Um, Are we looking like six foot, eight foot? Um, I would say in that neighborhood, yeah. Oh, good. good. <laughs> okay. But well, we're not I, talking about a snake like a boa constrictor. Well, yeah, or but still. A, right. How many people, maybe if you walk around with this eight foot snake wrapped around you, <laughs> not many. come and say, hey, what's happening? You not know? many. Not uh, many. Although we have seen some, some snakes that were pretty good size. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe when it gets that size, I'll put it in the mailbox for the moment. <laughs> really? <laughs> Here, deliver this package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, do you now, do you take care of these these huge snakes, or, or do you, is there some way that you take care of these? Or I mean, how do you, how do you restrict them so they don't suck your head down? Oh, or whatever? Um, most of the uh, reptiles we have seen, and, and I, I have to really say honestly, all of them so far that I have seen really have not been aggressive. And I I think a lot of it, well, a lot of it is because um, their owners handle them frequently and and these animals um because of handling through handling and a lot of it uh they tend to be a little less aggressive um also the pets we tend to see are are coming in with illnesses and they tend to be a little bit more depressed than they normally would be uh one of the complaints that we we get from owners um, when we treat their pets is after they start getting better, they tend to get aggressive. Oh, really? And the reason is that's really the way some of them are when they're healthy. And they don't realize that until they actually see it for themselves, until we actually treat them for a few weeks or a month or whatever, and they realize, boy, what's going on? Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. In fact, we see, for example, we'll see a lot of lizards like iguanas. Green iguanas are very popular. And yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of those at fishing friends too. They're they're much more, they're much more active, I guess I could say. Then they're more active when they're healthier, and okay. um, and we've noted that 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 when when they come in when they're sick, they're they're less active, they're not aggressive, and then as their illnesses subside and we're treating them, they tend to get aggressive or you know more active is the way I would put it. Okay. Now, I heard your I heard your wife is uh, specializes mainly in the birds. Yeah, she has a, a a real strong interest in the in avian medicine. Now, how did you guys? You know, what what made you want? I mean, most veterinarians do the dogs and cats, but then you get into the reptiles and the birds and everything else. And yeah. How did you guys get into that area? Well, I again, it was just um, an interest on on Dr. Corbett's and my part as to how we were going to go about um, um, allowing. Or, or seeing these pets, um, and again, um, I think it's because we have an interest in it, and we like the variety of animals coming in that way, that makes the day a lot more fun, a lot more interesting. I mean, <laughs> I imagine it, it does. It isn't. Oh, here comes a python. Oh, yeah, exactly. It yeah. isn't the routine kind of thing that we see, and therefore, we're you know, we 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 seem to have a, a more interesting day as 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 things go. And have you got any hedgehogs yet? Well, um, we have been told they're out there. Yeah. Um, I've had some questions related to them 
uh, in terms of owning them and, and, and what care they need, but I have not seen one in the clinic yet. I, yeah, I expect I, to see them soon, though. Yeah, because they were selling them over there. They sold one while we were over there at Fisher Friday. Uh-huh. And it was, it was funny because she was showing this, this uh, hedgehog to this, this girl, and she saw how, how cute it was and everything else. I mean, they don't do nothing but sit there like a lump, as far as I'm concerned. But, they're pretty cute. Well, yeah, they're, you know, you know, they got the kind of the picker things on them, you know. And, and she says, as long as you don't wear too much perfume, they usually don't bite. You oh, know? really? I guess the girl must have had some perfume on because it was nipping at her. So. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, but they still bought it. It was like 129 bucks. I think that's the new pet, so to speak. I know ferrets have been, you know, very popular in green iguanas lately, but I guess that's the new yeah, one on the horizon. Ferrets usually do things, though. They're, they're curious. They get into <laughs> yeah. stuff. These hedgehogs yeah. just sit there like lumps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> A big lump of fur. I whatever. guess it's all in the eyes of the beholder, though. I mean, people get different animals for many different reasons. Yeah, let's get this animal. It does nothing. <laughs> it will get, we'll get in any trouble. It just, yeah. it'll just sit there like a lump. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else you think you might want to fill us in about? about uh, well, again, I'm, I'm, my wife and I aren't, aren't specialists. We haven't been board certified in, in, in exotic animal care. I, I think a lot of what we do is because we have a strong interest in it and um, we like to see these pets and try and help owners out in terms of learning about them and caring for them. So I think we, we, along with the clients, learn together. And I think it makes it pretty fun and interesting to have a pet like that um, um, just, just because of the uniqueness of it and knowing what these animals are like. Yeah, well, like um, I, I remember the first time I saw our uh, ribbon snake eat a fish. Was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah. So I can imagine just eat, having watching some of those other snakes eat rabbits and stuff. It's, it's be <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I, I personally couldn't watch that happen. You can't, you can't watch it, huh? I don't think so. Oh, I, okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of not, I don't know. I, I haven't been able to actually see any animal do that to another. But uh, Yeah, well, it's kind of hard when, you, when you're there to fix animals no matter what, because I'm sure there's people bringing the rabbits in, too. You yes. Know? And then you got to watch a snake eat a rabbit. I mean, that's not exactly cool either. I well, it hasn't it. happened yet, but uh, I hope not to have to see that. Um, <laughs> you know, I understand the 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 need for them to be the way they are, and that, I mean that's that's part of the you know the animal part of nature, cycle yeah. and part of yeah. nature. Um, so we we help on one end, and and the, and the owners can take care of the rest, <laughs> basically. <laughs> well, our our snake lived. It's been it was, what, I think it's been about a what two three months now. That's great. And so it's I will, I'll give you your address. Over you're the Fruitport Animal Hospital. That's correct. Uh, three eighty four North Third Avenue, mm-hmm. Fruitport, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And your phone number eight six five. Six nine four nine. That's correct. And if anybody needs that number again or any information here, they can just call here at KBZ, and I'll give it to them. That sounds great. And so, Dr. Carl Crump, thank you very much for talking with us. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye. You take care. From 10 a.m. till 5.30. Good morning. Good morning. Are you perky today, Melissa? I certainly am. (laughs) What a great day. Talking to Melissa Fry from Muskegon Art Museum. And you're just you're coming down from all the uh, the dog excitement from last week, right? We had a wonderful dog show last week. We had 44 dogs, and 44 kids, and about 110 moms and dads and grandparents with cameras. It was great fun. We that's, had a wonderful that's time. That's scary. <laughs> it was. Every dog was well behaved. Every every kid was well behaved. It was a perfect what, day. What about grandparent? They were wild with their cameras. I kind boy. of figured that, yeah. And the dogs did all their tricks, and everybody performed, and it was just great fun. Okay. All right. Did you, did you do your uh, famous um, 
eating the gourmet dog biscuit trip? I certainly did. did and I really? even have a picture of uh, one of the, there was a little baby that was there with the family, and all the dogs, of course, got their box of dog biscuits. The kid dipped into one and was standing there eating out of the box of dog biscuits, so I took a picture of it uh, to you, preserve you, that moment. And then you took one. And then I took one, yeah. And they're not bad. They really weren't bad. Uh-huh. So you're going to start serving that on your table next week, right? Well, I don't think I'm going to go that far. Right next to the spam. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what, what's, what's coming up? This weekend is the last chance for everybody to see the annual student art exhibit. It's a chance to see what kids in Muskegon County are doing. And there's some really great stuff. It's uh, kids that are kindergarten through 12th grade from all the Muskegon County schools. And this show will close on Sunday. Uh, we're open Saturday and Sunday, of course, 12 to 5. Uh, last day for it, this is the 13th year we've been doing this, and, and the art just gets better and better. Kids are doing some great stuff. Okay. Sounds like fun. Also, this is the last weekend of the Speak Show, the dog uh, illustration show. We've talked about that, and I think we're... Oh, I thought that was all done with this week. We're going to be... Gl- now, this is the last weekend, and we're <laughs> going to be glad because we're in this dog stuff. Wow. Ah, okay. <laughs> we've been overcome by this dog stuff. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. yeah that would be that just too much too much dog for me. I exactly. Know. I, I, you know, I just got done talking to a, a gentleman who um, is over at the Fruitport Animal Hospital, mm-hmm. a Dr. Crump. Mm-hmm. And he, he takes care of, like, reptiles and stuff, those big Ooh. big snakes. You should have those in there next time. Nice. Snake not day? not sure about that. Snake day. Come on. Mm, I don't think so. Iguana day? <laughs> well, it could be. Yeah. Well, we, you know, the, the big things now are ferrets now. Ferrets are big. And, I uh, suppose. I mean, I can understand they would be upset after all these years of dogs and cats getting right. all the big attention. You know, now these other animals want equal time. Yeah, we, got, we got hedgehogs. Now, hedgehogs are, are worthless because they do nothing. They do absolutely nothing. <laughs> they sit there like a lump. They're kind of cute, though, aren't well, they? That's, that's about it. <laughs> you pay 130 bucks for something that sits there like a lump that's cute. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I guess it's better than, you know, it just doesn't do anything. I, I think we'll stick to the basic dogs and cats for a while anyway. Okay. Yeah. So I, you guys something exciting for me? We really do. We do. We're very excited at the Art Museum. We'll, we'll just uh, sort of let everybody in on this little thing that's kind of happening here. We were called this week um, by a group of produce, uh, movie producers in Hollywood who want to permission to use our Tornado Over Kansas painting, which is a real familiar painting to everybody in this area. Uh, they'd like to use it, or a reproduction of it anyway, in a movie that's being filmed right now. And uh, Steven Spielberg is the uh, producer, and Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, is the right. screenwriter. And uh, we were, like, pretty excited. <laughs> It's, um, not, it's not Jurassic Park 2, then? It, no, it's called Twisters. The movie is called Twisters. Okay. And it's a, as, as they explained it to me, it's kind of the Jurassic Park of tornadoes. Apparently yeah, okay. there are some scientists, and they're all trying to c- control these tornadoes. And, um, <laughs> control a tornado? They are, well, I, I, you go figure. I don't know. Yeah. And they are in the process right now of having a reproduction made of our painting, and then hopefully it'll be one of the major set pieces in the movie, um, hanging out very prominently in one of the, in one of the uh, sets for the movie. That'd be cool to look We're really funny. excited. And what's funny about it is that one of the stars of the movie, Bill Paxton, um, who, who is also coming out this summer in Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks, uh, he saw the picture in a book as a kid. And okay. he was the one who brought it to the attention of the art directors. Oh, they've, really? been, they've been scrambling all over for the last week trying to figure out who owns it and where's Muskegon. And, 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 uh, <laughs> and so they found Muskegon? us. Oh, no. <laughs> like, where's Waldo? Yeah, really. So we're really excited. We're hoping that this is going to be our, you know, our, our, our moment of fame and glory on the silver screen. That'd be kind of uh, cool. Well, you know, you should, you should make it in the contract that you go along with the painting. Oh, uh, well, you have to be an extra in the, in the set. What I was talking to them about the other day is I said, you know, what would really make this, uh, this uh, a big deal? 
deal is, of course, if we could have a special premiere of it here in Muskegon. There you go. Uh, and they At thought the that. Though. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they thought, well, you know, I don't know about that, but but we're working on it. So yeah, that'd be cool. At the Frontal, that'd, that'd be great. You Wouldn't talk, it? Talk, you talk to Cindy. Cindy I, talk to her people. You talk to her people. They talk to their people. My people on. will talk to the, everybody's people, yeah, and we'll go. work it out. I, th- I think we should still get you in the movie, though. You tell them you eat dog. I like bis- that. Tell them you eat dog biscuits. I will do that, and I, they will want me. I know. <laughs> That's right. See, I, now I tried to get you to come to the premiere of uh, Crimson Tide. I know, and I'm, but, I'm sorry. But I you're doing it. the mommy thing tonight, so hey, you can't do that. Though. I know that. Oh well, next time. Okay. Next time. I'm hurt though. Okay. I'm hurt well, that you weren't there. I'm sorry, but I'll invite you to our premiere of Twisters when we have it here. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I'll be there. I'll keep you updated on the on the Hollywood thing going here and. Uh, See if we can have more more exciting developments, but are this is sort of Muskegon's big moment here. Are you going to start wearing like start wearing sunglasses and stuff? And oh yeah, definitely. With cars, you know, just a real fancy car. And oh yeah. Say hi, Melissa. We'll we'll take that. lunch and we'll do meetings <laughs> and okay. All right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like you, Melissa. Oh boy. You're a lot of fun. Thanks. Okay. This is fun. All right. So anyway, is that that's, yeah? That's 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 the highlight, right? That was our big big thing this week here. Okay. So so people want to see it now. Let me ask you this question: though. Why don't they use the original one? Why do they have to use a copy? Because we probably wouldn't give permission um, okay. to use the original painting. We do loan the painting, but we would only loan it under very secure conditions, like to another museum or to something like that. We would never loan something where it would be placed at high risk. Okay. Um, so they're having a they're having one custom made. So, right, so they're, they, prob- they're probably going to use it to, for some special effect then or something. Could be. I, you never know. And so so yeah. So it, we probably wouldn't want to loan a painting. To an ex- something that's going to be exploding or bodies flying yeah. all over the place. Especially you know, Spielberg, the yeah, he's, he gets kind of crazy. I know that it's wild yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, he'll, like a, he'll probably go for that dog biscuit thing. He, he might. He, he would. Yeah. He okay. Might. Well, thanks, Melissa. Good talking to you, Oscar. <laughs> Talk to you again next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Drive. Ooh, what was that? Soft Rock 95.3, News Radio 850, it's 8:22, and we're talking with Elizabeth Tillman. She came over here from the. Uh, she's going to be doing the Trillium Festival. And we won't go into how you got here, and <laughs> <laughs> no I, I won't. I won't touch it. I'll leave you alone on that. <laughs> I'll just talk about it after you leave. Good morning, Oscar. How morning, are you? morning, Elizabeth. Okay, so we've got uh, the Trillium Festival today. You think the weather's going to hold out? Oh, I hope. Yeah. So we've got um, the feature uh, artist, mm, Kristen Herlin from Glen Arbor, will be with us. Okay. Showing her wonderful pen and ink, um, and watercolor paintings. Okay. She'll be signing her T-shirt and her prints today as well, so she'll be on hand to uh, personally autograph people's um, purchases. Okay. And you, you said there's quite a few uh, articles there to uh, to pick up. Oh, today. we have lots of T-shirts, some beautiful, beautiful materials this year for sale. Oh, really? Yeah, gorgeous. If you need a gift for your mom, come on out. We have so, beautiful so mo- Mother's Day at the Hoffmaster today, right? Uh, Mother's Day at Hoffmaster State Park. Okay. So, like... No, these are what just did different T-shirts and stuff. We have different that? T-shirts, uh, sweatshirts. We have aprons, pillows, lots of um, port- trillium um, porcelain boxes mm-hmm. and tiles that are painted with trillium. Okay, so what what, what exactly is trillium? What what is that? A trillium is a wildflower, Michigan okay. wildflower. It so gets its name from um, tri. It's got has three leaves, three um, petals, three sepals. You had to had to think about that. It, it was I'm still frazzled from getting here this morning. Okay, which we won't go into. We won't go into. Okay. I won't touch it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> There's also uh, um, an art show going on too. 
Yes, we have our um, second annual juried art show is, is going on at the vis- visitor center area parking lot this weekend. Where, where you'll be, or it's up by the visitor yeah, center. Okay, so you'll be there, waving. Oh yeah, I'm hey. supposed to be there right now. Oh, are you? <laughs> okay, well you know it's not my fault you were a little late. <laughs> I know. Well, but like I said, we won't go in, get into that, Elizabeth. Okay, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> a special bird hike. What's what's that all about? Oh, um, tomorrow morning, eight o'clock. I'll be leading a special bird hike through the. How dunes. come I knew it would be you? I knew uh, it would be you. Well, You're the I hiker. Wanted, I wanted to volunteer, but everybody backed out last minute, so that leaves me. Oh really? Yeah, but I'll be leading the bird hike through the dunes of Hoffmaster. Okay. Hopefully, if it's not downpouring. All right. Well, yeah. Well, even if it is, isn't it? Aren't you going to do it? Well, no. Light rain. No. Light rain. Yes. Downpour. No. I thought you were the you were the outdoorsy person that just does anything in the outdoors. Well. Well, close within to. reason. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a wildflower photo contest. Yes. People so, people have been submitting um, their wildflower photos for the last month or so, and we have them on display. And the winners were chosen this week. Okay. So they're they're all going to be there, and then that is sponsored by the camera shop. Oh, okay. Here in Muskegon. Okay, so they're all they're all just up there, and you can look at them and look at the winners. We have some beautiful entries this year. Okay. Um, special exhibit. That's uh, the wildflowers display. We have a really beautiful um, exhibit on tri- on the Trillium family. Explains about the um, Trillium flowers and all the different types that can be found. So it's like major trillium time. It's major trillium time. Yes. <laughs> so if you don't know what a trillium is like me, you can uh, definitely find oh, out this time. They're beautiful. That's wildflower. okay. I've got this little this little festival ninety five. Yeah, and that's a trillium here. there. That's a trillium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it excites me. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm excited. Oh, Oscar, be honest. You're not into flowers. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Uh, dandelions, I like those. I see yeah, those there's now. a dandelion festival in Borkville. Really? Is there really? Yes, there is. I oh, think it's man. passed already. Though. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I was just teasing about the dandelion thing. Um, this this should be exciting. The uh, slideshow presentation of wildflowers. We have two very beautiful nine projector slideshow presentations on on Michigan wildflowers. Okay, so it's like is it like something you can watch when you want to, or is yeah, it's it going runs, on all they, the time? They run on the hour and the half hour. Oh, okay. And the first one, the part one, is the spring wildflowers, and part two is the summer wildflowers. Is there like cots there so I can sleep while I'm, while I'm watching? Or? I'm sure we could roll one out. For yeah, the yeah. And always, is it, do you think it would be exciting though? Will it be nice? Oh, it's beautiful. This is a wonderful event for people in the community to come out and um, see the wildflowers at Hoffmaster State Park. Go for a nice walk with your family. It's a real family-oriented event. Okay, well, which is good for Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, it is. It's a. It's not really a Trillium Festival. That's just a name tag that we give it. It's really a celebration of Michigan wildflowers and people can bring their mothers out for mother's day it's you know it's on mother's day weekend every year it's a wonderful wonderful way to spend a day with your family when are we going to have a hedgehog festival i don't know you ever see that you've seen those things haven't you no you never seen them (laughs) well i was talking about them earlier at the hedgehogs and it's just it just amazes me that's like the new pet you know the 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 ferret was are they selling them now yeah, yeah. Well, the oh, ferret really? was the big thing when it when it became legal. Now, well, you but. can see I don't get out of the woods much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the the ferret was 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 a popular one, but now it's the hedgehog. And the hedgehog, oh. they do absolutely nothing. They just kind of lay there. Really? Yeah, they bite you if you have lots of perfume, but you know, <laughs> I don't have to worry too much about that. Um, the special exhibit is. We they, talked about that. We did. Okay, well, we'll skip that one. Okay, uh, the Wildflower Gardening Lectures. Oh, boy. Oh, some of our um, volunteers are um, very well-versed in wildflower gardening. They have are, have successful landscape businesses of their own, and 
they come in and talk about wildflower gardening. Also, oh, this is if you if you want to do it at your own house. Yeah, you can people come in. They come in and, and they'll answer questions and stuff too yes. about. Okay, that that'd be kind of cool. That is cool. Okay. Ways I, to I attract wildlife to your home. Wildflower plant sale, so you're gonna have them there that's, to sale too. That's the big thing. That's one of the things that keeps us having this festival is the interest out there in wildflowers. And um, one thing that is just for a, News Radio eight fifty. One thing that is just Oops. a really big hit is uh, the wildflower plant sale. And okay. We we buy um, propagated wildflowers from Leaves and Weaves in Grand Haven. And we sell them at the Trillium Festival. Okay. I, I, and people I, are just, people just love those. We've had calls all week. Can I buy them now? No, so that would be kind of like a good Mother's Day thing, too. It's a wonderful Mother's Day gift. Yeah. Okay, I, I, that little noise we just heard, that, was, that wasn't a noise. That was, that was Bill. We had, we had, we had <laughs> Bill's mic up just in case he wanted to talk to us. And uh, anyway, you did, oh. you did, Bill. Uh, did I? Yeah, you did. That's <clears throat> sorry, sorry about that, Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I forgot to tell you your mic was up, but that's okay. Um, I think we pretty much covered everything. Did we cover everything, you think? or do you Pretty wanna... much. Uh, when people arrive today, they'll be asked to park in the large beach parking lot and the trolleys from Grand Haven Harbor Transit, which, are, which the trolley service is sponsored by our Gillette Natural History Association. Okay. People will get on the trolleys and take a free trolley ride up to the Nature Center. Okay. Rather than parking up there. Now, see, that was cool. Because I, I, I didn't even know about the Nature Center a couple of years back. I didn't know anything about the Nature Center, and um, you guys got the uh, the trolleys in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're going by and say, "Well, geez, where do these where do these trolleys go?" So I jump on the trolley and they take you to the you know the Gillette Center there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was there. I mm-hmm. really didn't. I mean, I Hoffmeister Park. I've been going there for a long time, but I never even knew the Gillette Center was there. I never mm-hmm. really paid that much attention to the. Signs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I well, know where, Oscar. I know. I, <laughs> I know. I knew where the beach was, so I went to the beach. You know. But you're not alone. There's. We find. Uh, we meet people all the time in the community who've lived here for years and never never knew it was there. The park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's it's great. Did you have you ever seen it, Bill? The display over there they have. Which the at in the, the Gillette Center. Um, I have two daughters that, given their any opportunity at all would move in there and live. Really? So, yes, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the place. <laughs> well, I, I, I already made arrangements I'm, that. I, I'm, I'm a tenant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because I've already made arrangements that when when I die, I'm going to get stuffed and be put on one of those little seats there, and that, that little display where they have the stuffed animals, you know? <laughs> Not stuffed animals, but... Uh, well, stuffed shirts, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be just a tourist, just sitting there. Okay, the, anything else you want to talk about, Elizabeth? Is that pretty much covered? I cover? think that pretty much covers it. Let's hope for good weather. Really? What about you, Bill? you have any questions you want to ask Elizabeth before she goes? No, you got it pretty well covered. I thought you yeah. did. What, you know, you, you answered, what is a trillium and why should I care? So. Yeah, <laughs> trilliums are beautiful wildflowers and they're protected. Okay. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. You're and, welcome. And I'm sorry about uh, the problem that we won't talk about. Okay. Oh, you mean the state cop that stopped her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that one. I, wasn't, I promised See, her I wasn't going to talk about it. Now my husband's listening, and he's probably freaking out at this moment, <laughs> knowing that I got a ticket this morning. <laughs> oh, you were just a little bit late, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, he, that, he did, those he are the things that make life interesting. But he didn't, he didn't, uh, you, you tried crying, you tried everything else, I and tried it didn't it work, all. huh? didn't work. I told him I was late, late for my for interview. Radio I interview, said, yeah. Oscar's probably pacing this floor right now waiting for me. <laughs> one work. thing i've learned about state police they have no sense of humor yeah, no. yeah. He, he was very nice though i will say <laughs> even though even though that major ticket is yeah. in your pocket oh, okay well. yeah, I'll, I'll bet you I even said afford. thank that's you that's why right? yes i did <laughs> i'm polite <laughs> my parents raised me to be a polite person even though you got the ticket well i, I wasn't gonna bring well, it up no, I, I i promised i wouldn't well, bring it up so build i better it. go that's to okay. work so i can afford to pay for it yeah there you go really <laughs> 
Okay, so you got you got lots of volunteers over there too, don't you? We have we are very blessed with the Trillium Festival. We always get a lot of volunteers. Well, that's help. good. That's good. We and, couldn't do it without them. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Elizabeth. You're Once welcome. again. All and right. When you got come see us at the Trillium Festival. When you got something else coming up, let us know, and we'll right. talk again. We will. But just don't speed here. Okay. I just promise. take your time. I'll I'll find something to fill. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I didn't know blazers could go that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, can, you, can, you can explain it, though. Why, you, okay, your cruise control, I guess, right. on, on those he, cars, he, the supposedly. State, the state police officer said that they've had a lot of this. Uh, <laughs> I almost laughed because I thought it's probably a standard line, but yeah. my cruise was set at 63, and okay. he clocked me at 71. Okay, so you, you got to bring it in to get a check. So maybe you can, maybe you yeah. can fight this ticket. I don't. I mean, know. no. Hey, come it's on. You get you, get you get a statement. You get a statement from these people saying, "Okay, the, the cruise, the cruise was, was off. It's our hey, fault." Maybe. I, maybe. I mean, come on. You can try it. Well, I maybe. I think GM ought to pay the bill. There you go. Yeah. There we go. There you that go. Sounds fight better. it. Fight it. <laughs> Even though your parents raised you to be a nice, proper person, <laughs> fight them. Fight them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm kind of fell right into that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. I'm still trying to wake up myself. How come you're so alert? Well, you know, when you're in uh, Los Angeles, uh, you know, you only get about an hour of sleep a night anyways. Oh, that's true. That's true. you got to be out there just uh, pounding the pavement and hanging with the beautiful people. Oh, okay, so you're one of those beautiful people out there in the... Uh... No, I'm pounding the pavement looking for the beautiful people. <laughs> okay. They don't, yeah, <laughs> they I don't usually let me hang around them all that often. <laughs> that's just good. That would be you and me. We could hang out together because I would be one of those people, too. <laughs> so do you got to get the, like, the, uh, um, the rollerblades on in the whole bed or no? No, I try to uh, I try to stick my elbows a little further out from my body and try to knock those rollerbladers over. Cool. You know, because when you're walking on the streets around here, I mean, you end up like um, you're basically like a human pylon around here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. they're whizzing. And you, I mean, you got skateboarders, you got rollerbladers. All right. All right. You know, and then yeah, then the rollerbladers with their little speedos on those guys. <laughs> very, very sad. Okay, do you you go out and hang out where the the the, the beach guys are out there, the muscle muscle guys too, or no? Yeah, you know, I like to go down to Muscle Beach because I do live in Venice. Yeah. So I go down to Muscle Beach and hang out and, uh, you know, wait for a couple of those weightlifters. They have a couple of ruptures every once in a while. <laughs> you know, and then we all applaud and, uh, you know, they pick the guy up and take him in the back somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's a, then you go in there and uh, take over or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? I know. I can't even, I couldn't even change the weights on those things. <laughs> That's what those barbells those guys are using. I mean, yeah, man, yeah. They, got, they got enough muscles, they probably have trouble combing their hair. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you think about those guys. I mean, as big as they are, how could they actually get into a fight? I mean, they couldn't even move their arms, could they? No, I guess they just sort of, you know, bang chest. Yeah, there you go. You know, they just get together and boom, boom. And, you know, <laughs> hopefully one of those guys falls over and then he's the loser. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe they just sort of stick their butt at each other. Yeah, you know, like of... the animal kingdom. You know, when yeah. you're down, you stick your butt up and boom, and then you're allowed to get uh, away. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> kind of like, they always do like, the, like a weeble, though, couldn't they? Like weebles wobble with, you know. There you go. There you go. You're not falling into that, huh? <laughs> not going to run with that one, huh? I'm a professional. Be very careful. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot who I was messing with here. There you go. Do you know who your uh, your warm-up is going to be? Um, No, I have uh, I have no idea. I mean, we've probably already done a couple of shows. Okay. We're going to be doing some shows together, but uh, I'm going to be uh, shooting into Chicago, flying into Chicago, and then I'll be uh, driving up from Chicago into beautiful Muskegon, and then from there we go to... Um, Cleveland. Uh, I think we go to Sault Ste. Marie, and then we end up in Traverse City. So uh, I got okay. a little upper tour there. Oh, hey, Traverse City's a nice place, too. 
Oh, yeah, it should be beautiful this time of year. All the other times I work Traverse City, it's been like, uh, you know, January and February, the dead of winter. That's where they grow the cherries, you know, in Traverse City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm a big cherry lover. I, I, I kind of figured you would be. Yeah. A bing, bing cherry. Yeah? you got to have those bings, baby. Okay. Oh, that's right. Where's Bob Hope over there? Yeah. yeah. That's what, my one impression. So. That, oh, yeah, I have one? <laughs> just one? Hey, that's it, man. I was looking for, I was looking for a whole bunch of them here, and you got just one. That, that's all I have. I've got my, my bing impression. And that was it, huh? That was it. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> I, I think I think I better go check myself. I'm not sure. I enjoyed it so much. Anyway, not following on that one either, are you? No, no. Yeah, I forgot. I'm a you're you're a professional. Friend, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I fell into all yours, but you want to at least fall into one of mine. No. You know? <laughs> Just one. That's all I'm asking. Just fall into one. Too light on my feet. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you got hanging out there in Venice Beach. I guess you know you pretty much. Uh, Got all that stuff down. You know. Yeah, you gotta watch out. With Don't the, step uh, in with too much stuff, huh? They got some serious brain trust people around here. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you get the homeless by bothering you all the time for money and stuff, I mean, you know, you just learn how to just sort of ignore people. Not that I'm ignoring you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I see. I thought maybe you were the one over there with the. No, I'm just. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, some of these guys, uh, some of these Doing the big impression. better than I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to ask them for a couple of bucks. <laughs> they, they make fashion statements too, or no? Well, you know how you can tell the homeless from from the fake homeless is the real homeless people. They stink. They what? They stink. Ah, okay. I mean, if they're not rancid, then they're not really homeless. Uh-huh. Then you know they're probably doing it as a part-time job. Okay, so it's just like something to pick up some extra cash. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think. So. <laughs> I mean, they spring out of everywhere.